to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory Season 5, Episode 8 We're just swapping microphones here um, I'm ASD, who are you? I'm Dan I'm Andrew And big return <laughs> from our biggest fan Because you haven't done it in a while yeah. Who are I'm you? Va- I'm Van You are Van uh, how's things? I'm good. Is I, I listen to every show. I know. That's why you're our you biggest fan. you called me up on it once. <laughs> and I hadn't. So now I, I make sure I do listen to every show. So we've only ever had um, two people called out. And they get repeatedly called out because yeah. they get missed on the show. You're one of them. How's, yep. that, how's that feel? Yeah, it feels fine. Because I, because I listen, I can, I can call you guys back out. Yeah, yeah. The other one is Joe, <laughs> who never listens. No, the other one is um, Don. Don. Just Don's a, a nightmare to tie down. Can you speak up a bit with the dot on the front? There you go. Yes, there we go. It's yeah. my inexperience showing already. And we're rolling. So, uh, international break. We're not going to talk anything because Harry Kane wasn't particularly good. At, he was marked out of the game. So, the three things we got to talk about. The first one is um, just what annoys you. What annoys you at a football game? So, the, the example I gave on uh, social media was, uh, I don't like it when people shout out at fo- uh, when a corner comes in. So, as soon as a corner comes out and someone touches it, someone behind you or someone in the ground will always shout, get it out. Ah, and I hate it because well, what was your point yeah. well I hate it when the players do it as well like you hear goalkeeper shout out it's like well I know like, I, don't, I really don't need you to tell me that I'm gonna I need to clear the ball away from my own goal so that one yeah I, Dan, imagine someone w- was in the corridor walking past your, t- your class and someone just ran in and went teach <laughs> that's what I mean like, that would help surely <laughs> yeah. well, well, be a reminder <laughs> yeah. some of the schools I've worked in it probably would have helped actually. Yeah. Oh, anything else? Uh, people who put the ball just outside the corner quadrant. Oh, That's like you <laughs> looking at it from the wrong angle, or there's more to the point of TV camera. If it was directly above it. Part of the ball is on part of the no, line, that's, that's, so it's not out of the quadrant. Right. But even then, even then, let's assume people who put it right on the line. What is the point of I'm that? With you. I mean, football is one of those like that extra inch really doesn't matter. When <laughs> if you it's play, an extra like, inch over the line for a goal, it makes a difference. Though, but it? but it's not a not goal. From a like, not from a corner. Not from it's, a corner. It's, it's, it's gamesmanship for the sake of gamesmanship. The ball is one yard. But the, out the angle the thing would line. be having it. To yeah. the left, yeah. to the left extreme, right. If you're taking it from um, from one end or yeah. from the, it's it's the, the quadrant fits the ball. No, it doesn't. The, but the ball, the, the line is part of the quadrant, so any part of the ball can be on or over the line. So therefore, it can look like it's further out because the TV camera isn't giving you a correct angle. You're very quiet. Carry on. I just think is that deliberately putting it as close to the edge as you can. It's it's gaining an advantage for no advantage. If Next. that's what they're practicing on, yeah. though, that's but the, it's fine. Do uh, they get do they get a better feel of <laughs> of the ball, like kind of as they're kicking it because it's yeah. on the grass as opposed to on the on 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 the white on, on yeah. yeah moaning. They don't people. want chalk on their boots. Man. So I'm looking yeah. at the uh, east upper here. So people who just moan and then they, they complain about people standing up. They complain about people singing, but then they moan that there's no atmosphere at White Hart. They Lane. complain about the posts as well. They complain they about e- the easily sort that one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, moaning. Anything else? Half and half scarves. Half. Oh. The people who wear them should be hung by them. But why? And then, but why? And where are they acceptable? Because there's a lot of people who listen who's never been to a Not even in an international. So in case you don't know... The, um, a testimonial, maybe. There's a I lot of... Just, Sorry, just to explain, there's scarves. So, uh, for example, when Jack and I went Swansea away, there were half and half. So Swansea half, Tottenham half, oh. with a date on it. That's out of order. I have two half and half scarves. 
Tottenham versus AC Milan and Tottenham versus Young Boys acceptable or not acceptable? At the time, I loved I them. I have a Leverkusen one. Yeah. And that was because I'd actually travelled over to Leverkusen. Didn't get to see the game and, yeah. Obviously <laughs> That's the night. <laughs> <laughs> They're but for tourists. They are for tourists. In my opinion, yeah, not yeah. for... So when I, um, oh, it's for the memories. I saw uh, <laughs> when we were playing when we were playing Sunderland the other day. Um, there was someone in a half and half shirt, and it was half a Sunderland yeah, shirt, yeah. half an Arsenal, Arsenal shirt. shirt. Yeah. But who's clearly a Sunderland fan? It's like okay, you've worn it deliberately because it's the Spurs game. But he had the half of the Arsenal shirt with the Arsenal badge. And I think if you're a fan, at least you I mean, don't badge. wear a half shirt. But if you're going to wear a half shirt, wear your own badge. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That was really oh, odd. Clowns. So the, the the space for me where half and half shirts are acceptable is like the NFL at Wembley. That's perfect. Where you're not really a fan of either team. It's a memory of the day. Great. Enjoy it. Good. Do you not have your memories of the day for your memory of the I day? I can't remember it. I, I can't remember much about those days. Anyway, um, <laughs> what other stuff we got? Uh, well, no, talking about the the ball not being quite in the corner, it annoys me with goals as well. If it's bounced over the like, over the line and you can see a bit of grass in between the line and the ball, surely that's a goal. Well, no, because the ball's a sphere, so parts but, of the but ball. But it doesn't matter. It's bounced over the line. The whole ball has bounced over the line. If the bottom of the ball is over yeah. the line, but the edge of the ball is still no, on the, the white line. The circumference of a ball is twenty-eight inches, so part of the ball will be over. <laughs> <part of the laughs> I'm not familiar not with that, then. <laughs> the most technical rant I ever. You're going to have a referee on your panel. He's got to bring something to the. Uh, yeah, I, I still disagree. I still think if it's if it's enough to be over the line and sitting. Over the line, like kind of the base of it. Yeah, it should be a goal. It should be a goal. It it makes it easier for the linesman, surely, or the referee. If you've got to be clearer in law that the whole ball has to be over the line. I agree. I'm with you. I think rugby, personally, I disagree with them. Whereas your foot can be in touch. Sorry, if your foot just goes over, but the ball's in the pitch, that's out. But that means you've carried the ball out of play. But the ball's still in play if it's in your hand. Don't care. <laughs> so in football, you think it's wrong that you can run around the outside with the ball? I'm w- no, 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 no. But it's it's different. You are you are holding the ball in rugby. You're but not. You can be s- holding the ball in your left arm and you're outside your right foot, eighteen, nineteen, twenty inches away, mm-hmm. twenty-seven inches away. But the idea, but the whole point of the game the is is the fact that you're you're trying to force that person out into touch with a tackle or. Or with a ruck, or with a maul, or anything like that, you're trying to force them okay, out. I into just touch. think the ball so is that kind of makes Mendel, sense. Either way, it's let's keep to football, shall we? <laughs> let's keep to football. I hate that long-range goals don't count double. So I'm going to bring it completely back around to nonsense. Away goals, I mean, away goals don't count double. <laughs> yeah, people don't realise it's only I, the first one. I agree. And taking that a step, just keeping now on that point, fantasy league. It annoys me that when, like, a winning goal doesn't count more than. Yep. I know yeah, the first goal, point. but yeah, like yeah. the same goal in a, in a six-one drubbing is yep. the same as a, a three-two last-minute goal. Um, also, I'd like to bring in sin bins for th- yellow cards. Yes, yes, Brilliant. yes. Have yes. you ever tried to administer it though? No. Probably not. Well, I think <laughs> we're going to be the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got one player in the sin bin, it works because you can note the time he goes in another time but you've got stoppages in that as well but more to the point if you have a second player goes in the sim bin how many watches are we going to have up your arm you're going to look like a spiv like Delbert no, but, that's but the, the fourth f- official the fourth, fourth official, official can have a bunch do you have a fourth yeah, official at your watches. school matches 
Don't have, don't have, can't have different. But the beauty got, of football is it should be the same at the top level. No, but we've got egg timers that last for ten minutes, and we've got we've <coughs> got hawk. You could have yeah, interference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, got egg mobile timers. phones. We've got, the, we've got goal line. We've got goal exactly. line technology in in Premier League football. You've got like regulation pitch sizes. Like I don't, I I massively disagree with that concept. That if you can't mm. do it on the playground, you shouldn't do it in the Premier League. The Premier League is a multi-million like pound business. As long as you can do it down to the bottom professional level, I I don't see any problem with it. Okay. What's your annoyances? Plus, we want to make it hard for referees. <laughs> <laughs> Kits changing every year. Clubs and manufacturers colluding with you that. to with change them, that. them year in, year out. So what would you have? Once every three years or something like that? Each kit should last two seasons and then you, you alternate changing them. I, and maybe the third kit I can be the one changing sponsor, but around with. Keep the change sponsor, they keep the actual kit. Yeah. A lot of podcasts two, two would years. lose a lot of features, considering the uh, what's your favourite kit feature is a pretty big deal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, apart from that, I love football. <laughs> I remember they, um, they, they had this, they talked about it on the Football Ramble, um, and I think it was, they, they were asking um, managers, what would they change? And David O'Leary just came out and said, I'd get rid of the offside rule. <laughs> um, I mean, come on. Um, the major portion of this show is going to be talking about kits, but just before that, I've no idea how we got onto it. I think we were talking on Twitter. Andrew. Yeah, just randomly. And we just we were talking about Pav, and we never really had a goodbye for Pav. And there's a lot of people out there who may not have seen Pav or uh, may not be as familiar with his work because he was sort of around the Champions League time, but he wasn't our first choice striker, or whatever it is. So I wanted just to pick up on Pav. Now, I did have a printout, um, but I left it upstairs. So Pav is 33 years old. Um, I'll tell you that he's back in Russia at the moment he hasn't won a game with his new club who are called uh, Kuban Krasnodar they were promoted to the Russian Premier League but that's not what we're interested in what we are interested in is what he did for Tottenham what he did do for Tottenham was 21 goals in 78 games and if you want to compare that to Robbie Keane that's just Premier League only his grand Ah, total was uh, 42 goals in 113 appearances. Uh, one thing about Pav, so I reckon a lot of those are going to be one-touch finishes because the man had zero football brain when he had to think about yeah. it, but on instinct was an absolute baller. He could hit a ball yeah. like yeah. an absolute that, thunderbolt. That, that, that free kick against, was it Ruben Kazan? Yes. Yeah. I was there at, at the wrong end, but it's probably... The it's best good, free, yeah. it's, it's the best free kick I've right seen live. Yeah, I've, I've never seen anyone hit a ball as like a stationary ball mm. as cleanly as that one. I mean, I was ridiculous. with Don, and I, I sat down. And I said, "I ain't going in," so I'm not, I'm not yeah. even going to stand up. Everyone was stood up for it. I said, "I'm not, I'm not, I can't be bothered." I was, I, I was there. It was a don't shoot moment. It was, yeah. that, I was exactly <laughs> your Ryan Mason. Story. Yeah. I was like, "Well, this has got no chance." Like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, embarrassingly so. Can I just say, I forgot to say, um, that Mapsy91 also said, moody old people, they're whining about the atmosphere being rubbish whilst at the same time doing nothing but scream abuse at players and shout at play- people who are trying to sing. So uh, we're one on there. Um, Pav uh, was raised by his father, Anatoly A.V. Pavlyuchenko, and his mother, Lubov Vladimirovna. He has a sister. It's a pretty name. Um, he the way you butchered it, less so. But. <laughs> well, he's, he's got a middle name, and his middle name is... Dave. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Roman Antalio- Antoliavich. Quickly, without looking, can you spell Pavlichenko? Because I can. P-A-V-U-L. No, no, no. P-A-V-L-U. No. P-A-V... Ask the dyslexic. I've got to smoke Pav. So it's... 
without looking, it's P-A-V-L-Y-U-C-H-E-N-K-O. Um, I used to be able to spell Alexei Mikhailichenko. And I stopped oh. after that. Oh, wow. Well. We've got really useful Soviet skills Union. here, guys. <laughs> yeah. This is why we're stuck doing a podcast. Well, I went through his figures. no money. And, and like you say, it was in the league, he was quite low scoring. First yeah. season, 8 five goals in 28 appearances. That includes sub as well. Uh, second season, five in 16. Third season, his best season for us, 10 in 29. Uh, and then finally, we sold him in the January, so he only got five games and one goal. We signed him for 13 minutes, just over yeah. 30. That's a lot of he money. He had a great Euros in 2008. Yeah, he and we did. signed him off the back of that. He was second top scorer in the tournament with three goals. <laughs> um, you know, David Villa only top scored with four, but, you know, he, I love so we probably Villa overpaid on that aspect. But yeah. when we signed him, though, the first thing I read about him was his coach saying, and he made sure the deal was done before then, but you had, you'd know from the moment you saw him, whether he was on an on-day or on an off-day. Because yeah, yeah. an on-day, he'd be a superstar. But an off-day, you couldn't change him. You couldn't get anything out of him. Yeah, yeah. Spurs have had so many of those types yeah. of players. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'd find a place under po- um, Pochettino. We, we'll, we will talk about Liverpool. And we haven't talked about what Neville said about us um, on Monday Night Live. You haven't seen that. Okay. Um, we'll talk about that later. But um, we'll do kits before that. But we did put this out to the Facebook group and to Reddit. The first one, Turd Hurler, 89. So... Um, he should be on the podcast by the sounds of his hob- uh, hobbies. He says, say, w- <laughs> <laughs> say what you want about Pav, but he's the reason he's a Spurs fan. In fact, he watched all of his goals for Spurs yesterday out, out of the blue. Um, the left footer versus Chelsea, or maybe the volley that sat in the air for like an hour and Pav crushed it in somehow. I don't know which goal, but Pav was his favourite. Do you remember Young Boys when we were losing heavily? Oh, yes, I and do. And got one and he got an absolute, again, it was foot like a traction engine, wasn't it? There was... A, there was if you haven't seen that goal, go back and watch it. We are 3-0 down and we're getting destroyed yeah. away in Switzerland. We're going out. We're it's going out. Basong, we're in an Everton, aren't we? Losing the playoff round. Yeah. Basong does the only good thing he did in the Spurs shirt. Wallops a header in. Um, it was a great header. Hmm. Um, and then Pav, from the unlikeliest of angles, absolute rockets went to the top right-hand corner in the, in the keeper's near post, which is amazing. Um, going back to the Facebook group, uh, what have we got? Some chat about kits. Uh, this is why I listen every week for that yeah, the, the the dead air. That it, needs be, it needs to be more spectacular. Yeah. Come on, Dean Hopkins <laughs> <laughs> says my favourite moment was Chelsea in the 2010-11 season. One touch around Terry, then left foot bottom right in corner. That was a great goal. I think we drew that one 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 if I remember. And then Champions League playoff away to Young Boys, right foot rocket. Um, he scored the third. Against Inter Milan as well, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, he did. And he went off yeah. celebrating one way and Palacios pointed and grabbed him and made him go off and celebrate with Bale. Goodbye, <laughs> but Bale had done all of the work. Yeah. Um, do you remember when Ronaldo was going to score and he he's pretty much destroyed... We played for Portugal, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he, he dribbled, shot, done whatever he'd done and he was just about to cross the line. It would have been Nani. one of the best, best goals, goals ever. Seen, like, <laughs> and Nani <laughs> tapped it over the line and it was not like goal. <laughs> We were talking about that on Fighting Talk on Saturday. That's probably, that's yeah. probably where I remember but it. But it wasn't like goals that never were. Because yeah. <laughs> the other day, like when, when Sun scored, when Chadley headed it. That's what I was going to bring up. It's very different yeah. because I think any good player taps that in to it's make sure. Right? Because it's a, yeah. it's a yeah. Ronaldo had taken on like six or seven players, lobbed the goalkeeper from inside the box <laughs> and just like there was nobody around Nani. And like he just, there was no need to tap it in. <laughs> like, it was unbelievable. They had a hate-hate relationship, didn't you? Oh. Yeah. 
Um, Nanny, the, the Portuguese the Ronaldo. Carl mm. <laughs> 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 Woodbridge um, says, watching all the YouTube goals of his video, uh, videos of his goals, left foot, right foot, headers, you think he'd had everything in case of another striker signed and not playing to his strengths. I'm not... I remember, my, my, re- my reaction is, he was frustrating. So he would dis- it was like playing with 10 men at yeah, times because yeah. he would do nothing and then he would batter it in. Like Birmingham, last game of the season. Oh, he relegated. He, relegated, he scored two goals that were monstrous. Uh, he didn't do anything else the whole game what and that was typical. What would you give to have him on the bench now when we don't have that out-and-out forward Speaking. on the bench? Uh, and for Harry, just to say to him, just go on and run about a bit. Just run about <laughs> yeah. a bit. I mean, that was just genius. Do you remember? <laughs> there was one goal he scored where... He took his shirt off, put it on the, the corner flag and raised that and started waving it around. I've seen Tamuri do that for Newcastle. I've not seen Pav. I've seen Tamuri Ketsby kick the <laughs> living hell out of yeah. that thing. Advertising so board. He was, advertising uh, board. had issues. Uh, but we love Pav. It was either that or Arshavin. And wasn't it at the time? I think there were yeah. two Russians. Um, did we get the right one? They were both as bad as each other in English conditions. Arshavin, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to do some dead air stuff now, but the Arshavin website is my favourite thing in the world because if you haven't seen it, um, he has... Have you seen this? Is it where he just like talks about sandwiches and stuff? He, Yeah, he's got a... Um, where is it? It's offside. He's got a question and answer. Uh, I can't... But he... Ask Andre, here you go. Um... So it says, uh, what do you think of Grigory Rasputin? Uh, Andre says, uh, this man had a certain talent that allowed him to wield power over people. I think he was an eccentric person. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I was like, so the question is like, what are the last thing you ate? I had a ham sandwich. Yeah. And it, yeah. Andre, are you frightened of bears? On the contrary, I like bears. <laughs> I thought you said bears, not bears. <laughs> no, no. I was thinking, well, how would he know? Um... That was the 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 Pavlichenko Arshavin is like the Rebrov Shevchenko. Yeah. Yes. Question. I always feel like Spurs have always got the wrong one when we <laughs> sign two. When we sign one player. Final one. <laughs> um, do you use hair gel? If you if you do, what type do you use? What's your favourite hairstyle? I question mark like your hair. Um, I don't have an ad contract with any hair gel producer. I use water before the game. A lot depends on water chemical composition. (laughs) (laughs) So, if not for pure entertainment, uh, we missed out on Andre Arshavin. He played for Arsenal in perhaps the funniest game um, they ever played. When they beat them, do you remember this? They beat them at the Emirates, Uh didn't they? 3-2 and then away. Robin Van Persie got got sent off for shooting. Remember, they got a yellow card... um, Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Should have given he you kicked, that. He, he did play for Arsenal at the end. He kicked the ball away and got the yeah the second yellow. But yeah, there was right. like 0.3 of a second between the referee blowing the whistle. Absolutely uh, brilliant. You're a stickler for the rules. The referee blew the whistle, he kicked the ball away. That's yeah. a yellow card. Yeah, and it really wound the Woolwich <laughs> up. So, absolutely fantastic. Uh, right then. Um, so, that's Pav. Any more? I, I don't want to go too deep into Roman Pavlichenko. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather fear you would like to. <laughs> But I think we've covered bits of him. I mean, there were just some... It was just goals. Uh, there w- it wasn't, he wasn't skillful. He just had a finish on him. He was kind of a cult hero, wasn't he? He was the, a massive cult hero. The strikers we've had. And, you know, there haven't been many who've performed a vast deal better than, than him in the time. No. But that probably sums him up, isn't it? That we've, we've covered bits of Pav, but that's all you can... That's what you can like, do. Remember, yeah. it's like, for you me, can Eric Edmonds, like my Spurs idol. It's like, goal against Liverpool, when he got concussed, and uh, when he was trying to escape the tunnel when they were holding him back. 
Brilliant. Those are the three things it, yeah. I remember. Um, of course, his part in the 9-1. He oh. was supposed to be marking Aaron Lennon for Wigan. Good lad. Good lad, Eric. Edmund. What? Oh, Eric Edmund. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of the Swiss lad. Ziegler. Ziegler. Yeah. I do apologise. I'm very confused. I've always got those confused. Who's the guy that scored uh, for Wigan? Shana. He plays Hamilton. wet pole Shana. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. And he had the black oh, and white hair haircut. Blue or it's half was, black, half yeah. white because they were the singing to him, your mum have the badger. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Uh, well, not well, yeah. Uh, let's move on to kits. So, the kits thing... You're from Shropshire? <laughs> <laughs> all Wales. We, well, that's more family members. Um, this always happens when you come on van. Um, Got an all-fighting cock, haven't we? <laughs> oh, God. White. All right. Oh, we had a review. I've sent around a review, which um, yes. I heard on Rule the Roost. So, I, I first listened to Rule the Roost. Love Rule the Roost. Raj is absolutely very brilliant. informative. Uh, he's very informative. Um they were quite nice about us, but the best thing about us apparently is our uh, theme tune. So, yeah. in future weeks, all we'll do is we'll just put the theme tune out, and we'll forget forget the. We, chat. The review was very vanilla, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> they're nice guys, and I they talk think about he football. Once. I think he listened once because he had to, rather than right. listen to our yeah, quality regular. content. Yep. Um, if he'd listen to this one, yeah. hot he'd be hooked, wouldn't he? I mean, yeah. Hot features. Hot features. It's, it's, it's bad that the better ones are when Tottenham haven't played. That, cause yeah. Oh, we've played so badly. <laughs> we, don't <laughs> we don't talk about yeah. the game at all. <laughs> if you're expecting serious anything, this is the wrong podcast for you. Um, let's talk kits. Andrew, you are well into kits. I am. This is and why? my hobby. Um, is there anything uh, why? Any probably reason why? nostalgia, really. Because, like I say, they change so much nowadays, we don't keep kits for long enough for them to be really memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the kits from you know previous eras, 10 years, you know, we could wear the same design through the 50s and 60s. And, you know, I just I find it interesting looking back at, at kits, whether we remember them because of what the players wore or whether we won trophies in them. Obviously, photos or video we've seen from the eras before we were all watching but uh, it's just something of interest to me so cool I've done a printout of all of the kits that we've worn since the 50s onwards yep so I just wanted to say what, what were people's favourites what what do you like in here um, so, yeah let's some. start with, I've got loads from the Facebook and Reddit but let's just go through Van um, is your favourite one that you've seen live or just seen on the TV or, or what makes a favourite kit for you I mean Oh, wrong person to start with. I really don't care about kits. Like, no, I, that's I don't, good. Yeah, that's good. I don't. I don't buy them. I don't. Um, I I find it really weird when I see people wearing football shirts and they're not at football, like or playing football, or playing yeah, football. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'll I'll buy the old England kit. That's just you know uh, for during World Cups. But I like the I like you know, I, It's just people get really upset about kits. It's like never <laughs> never read. Who cares? Yeah, I've really no, never bothered me at all. But I do. That being said, I was a big fan of the. Uh, 2000, 2001 away kit, the blue, uh, the blue Adidas one. Um, Stephen Carr scoring a really long ranger. Yeah, I think um, that was Sunderland, wasn't it? We wore that at home sure. last day of a season. Yeah, but that, I thought I think that's a really really nice kit. As we open ten our ten times, rock and yeah. roll, yeah. Tiskies. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, it's not beer, unfortunately. It's the, no. Yeah. But um, I bought the brown kit. I love the brown kit. I gave it back because the badge came up. Remember yeah, like, all I, the badges? Yeah, yeah. I got mine sent away to get it fixed nah, and it, it okay. came back. So I've got two brown kits which I bought off eBay. One of them is fake and yeah. I don't know which one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I bought them both when I was in Do a show and tell. Bring it in I'll be able to tell you. I, I'm, I like the mystery. I really do really? just like oh, the okay. mystery. You'd rather not know. Yeah, because um, I bought them both off eBay and the, well, they both could be fake but the, the police got in contact with me and just said, um, yeah, so we've just caught this guy. We see you've bought from him. This is what you've bought 
not sure. I'm pretty, I, yeah, I've yeah. got a pretty good idea which one it is. I did that with Beats headphones. They were like five pounds and they exploded in my ear. So I don't know what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I do think they're fake, Mr. Police Officer. <laughs> Sorry, so, what was that? Uh, <laughs> pardon? So, now I've got tinnitus. Uh, Dan, the cake! <laughs> Dan, what, what is your favourite kit and why? Um, my and, favourite and what does it mean to you, more importantly? Um, well, I've, I've got a few. Um, the first kit that I owned was the 89 to 91. So, Just l- brief, when we do this, we're going to describe them for you, ladies and it's gentlemen. It's the, um, the Hummel the Hummel kit, basically the Gascoigne FA Cup Getting semi-final. Getting us to Wembley one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, typically you see Aussie Ardilis in this one. This is a Holston. No, no, no. Aussie, Aussie, left, Aussie by left by then. Oh, really? Yeah, Aussie, yeah. Aussie left in 87. No, 89. He left. Yeah, Sorry, 89. that's my mistake. Yeah. So... Um, no, it was it was Gaza, Lineker, um, Mavert, Mavert, yeah, yeah. young and young Lineker, right? I can see he's quite young in this one. He's no, last was kit he wore up until the cup final. It's the shirt we wore. Sorry, you've I'm gone getting... one, Yeah, you've gone one one too early. Yeah, it's the, the Hummel knowledge here. Stop awful. giving facts, ASD. <laughs> <laughs> this let, is this is let, let us I'll... talk about the early nineties, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Without right, you, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> let the old um, people deal with it. Yeah, so I Back I love that shirt, um, and I. And always had a little bit of a erection. Dis- well, no, I, 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 I lo- yeah, basically. But I loved that one. But the one afterwards, I really hated. Even That's though we Bale won the FA Cup, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like the collar. I didn't, and the shorts looked as if, yeah, like your your shirt was hanging out the bottom of did them, right a, on the side. Pop a button in the collar. It I'm did, pretty yes. sure it did. Yeah. I always yeah. thought that must hurt. I hate collars. On if you got shirts. the ball straight on it, yeah, because yeah. yeah. the island had got one at the minute. It's just like. Why, why you got a shirt? Why you got a collar on your football shirt? You're playing football. You're not yeah, going yeah, yeah. into like some. But you bar. can if you're out in um, Greece. I mean, no, no, but you know, it's it's you the traditionalist though. You, like, cause if you I go back to the fifties, <laughs> yeah, they all fifties. They've all got collars. So, but no, the reason was because like I didn't like that one was because I I just got the the Hummel one like just a few months before yeah. it, and we and and we changed it. I was, I was really upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of course that 91 the one we wore in the cup final yeah. the shorts were actually quite groundbreaking that somebody went back to the longer shorts it was it was the first and within one, yeah. two years everyone was wearing long shorts again because yeah. the 80s had had seen some obscenely short and, yeah, shorts John Barnes was never the same player no. once he got longer shorts Stuart Pearce as well once he started to cover the, the muscle our show has got less homoerotic since you've been on, Van. I'm, I'm going to say that. Um, can I say from the group, we've got Ian Sawyer, favourite cup, 91 FA Cup semi-final kit. It's just the, the vision of, of Gaza. So that's the same one you were Same one you won. Mm. Uh, Simon Mitchell, favourite kit, oh, 91-94 yellow away kit, which will come Good on to call. away kits. Five whole seasons we had that as a... You change shirt. Yeah, well, you had it as a third kit eventually as well. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Dean Hopkins, uh, I oh, know that's it. that's his goals. Oh, the ten eleven Champions League kit, win the white shorts. Love that one. Yeah, I like that. It was very retro looking, but done in quite a modern way with the uh, shoulder. And Carl Woodbridge says, "I'm going to have to go back to the first sheet. Seventy five home kit. It was his first game. So just describing the seventy five kit, just plain, just plain white cockerel. So with, the, could, with the umbrella. That was kind of the first retro ones you could buy. Was the the home one with just a white crew neck and and just literally the cockerel." And the ball on it, and that and that was beautiful. That, that's that. the perfect kit. The that really. is one thing I will say. Like, it, how can you can't really have a, a favorite kit until they started having sponsors on them, really? Because they're pretty much. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait,
the, school the of ad- thought that that ruined them, and that's the. the Admiral, but they all look the same. The Admiral shirt of no, some of them have got seventy-seven to yeah. eighty is beautiful. It's got the Admiral tape down the sleeves. It is it's got a white collar. But if with I, a okay, if I lived in Shoreditch, I'd in own Navy. that one. <laughs> but I'll give you that. But the, but that is very distinctly different. Because it's got the blue sleeves and it's got the the, the sponsor. Yeah. Before anything, before that, I if you remove, sorry, I mean we're looking at the sheet, but if you remove the shorts and the socks from all of the kits up till 1977, there's not a huge amount of difference no, between fair enough, any yeah, of them. Yeah. Is no, what no, I'm no, right. But there was Which less is not, of a, might not be a bad thing. Less design saying, element to them. Yeah, Technology really didn't allow with the cloth. Yeah. Until you could have had stripes, you could have had. So what I liked, and and this is why my favourite kit is the double kit is the navy shorts and navy socks. I think I'd like it when we wear that combination. Um, we haven't had it much of late, only recently um, with the 2013-14 season, mm. uh, probably in the last eight or nine years. I yeah. liked our Champions League shirt. I, it's just nostalgia, really, yeah. because oh, we, we were awesome in that, that shirt. That kit was, is, was beautiful. <laughs> that was my favourite modern kit, because we've... The nineties, the best thing about Spurs in the nineties was the kit. I really like some of those kits. And Except then the pony years. Well, yeah, we're having that debate yeah. in the office uh, with Jay, and he he wasn't up for that. But um, I mean, some of the early Under Armour ones were boring. I mean, I just think of 2011-12, which was just plain white with a collar, a floppy collar. That that's, was Puma. That's Scott Park. Oh yeah, not not on it today, am I? <laughs> uh, that's the last Puma. I just think they knew they were out and they just couldn't be bothered. They got the interns to do that one. Then the first Under yeah, Armour one with the So silver. many people love the plainness of it. Yeah, because it's exactly the same as every other kit elements. up till 19... like the silver on it. That one, but... No, this... Oh, oh sorry, that one. Yeah, oh, the, the, last, last uh, the last Puma one. I thought the Puma ones were actually... With the exception with of the, the yellow the one. most stylish one. Yeah, I don't, one, I don't, the mind, one, I don't yeah. mind the yellow one with the yellow really? under the arms. I mean, it's not Tottenham mm. at all, but... I, I saw that shirt for the first time. I was thinking to myself... I really hope we don't do well in this shirt. <laughs> because because otherwise I'm going to have to see this one. We're going to go and qualify for you. No, we won't qualify for the Champions League in that. We yeah, and we, and we won um, 9-1 in that shirt. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we did quite a lot of good things in qualify that shirt. Qualify for the Champions League. Yeah. Did, when you look at this, so I'm looking, we've got the sheet of every... Um, and we will and tweet it, these pictures out again. They're on the Facebook page They're as on well. the Facebook page as well, yeah. Do you see players? like I can see, for example, the anniversary 2007, half blue, half white. I can see Berbatov. If I, look I can at, see Kabul peeling it off oh, they, to yeah. run to y'all. 2008-9, the one where we beat Chelsea, I can see Zakora, for example. Yeah. You know? was, that, was that the one that we... It wasn't, was it? I'm thinking... No, of the 07 one that we, 08, we wore the... Or white against Chelsea. Why am I thinking? I can 2008, see 2009, the one with the navy hoop socks is the four four. That's David right. Bent. That's I can right. see David Bentley, Bentley in that right. one, and the o five o six one. For some reason, I can see Jermaine Defoe in it. Jermaine Defoe, Blue Edgar Arms. David, yeah. yeah, as well. Yeah, the o um, eight o nine one that we won at um, Woolwich. Uh, sorry, we drew four Woolwich in. I was given a copy of that or a version of that. Uh, I refereed Puma in their staff game at Whitehall Lane, and. Uh, they they wore the home like Puma wore the new Spurs kit. The Amazing. other side wore the new, brand new Newcastle strip, and um, they had no sponsor on it. And it was the two layered players version. Yeah. And uh, I, I literally just went into the dressing room and said, "Oh, it was a, a privilege to referee today." I was just wondering if I could have a shirt as a memento. And the guy looked round, couldn't see any spares, and he was like the CEO, and he just peeled his off and said, "Yeah, he might need a wash, but you can have that." Amazing. So just quality awesome. and with to not have a sponsor on it as well. I've always yeah, thought. Yeah. I can't fit in it now, but I've still got it. I found the Champions League kit 
in Sports Direct without a sponsor. So it, it was a youth training kit, but it was exactly the same kit. Mm. Badge, everything, just no. Oh, yeah. That was lovely. Uh, let's talk away. Oh, um, let me just check the Reddit group. Can I just mention briefly the, Please do. Uh, the importance of the all-white kits for European nights? It was something that was introduced in the 60s by Bill Nicholson, um, even just for cup kits. But I, th- I think it was just a fantastic thing. I think it shows a certain amount of class. Yeah. And uh, that 84 UEFA Cup winning shirt is probably my all-time favourite kit. Um, just the all-white. Yeah, sorry. Shadow stripes. And so what, what, do kit, what, what do kits mean to you? Is it, is it just the connection to history? Because it's one of the Yeah, memories, things. definitely. And then is it... So when we get new kits, is that really exciting when the new kit comes out? Or is it just now just part of the business, part of the, the, the behemoth? Yeah, I think you're right, actually. It's not quite as... as it doesn't because feel the it's same, every it? year. You know, the shirt doesn't... The sh- there'll be the announcement, it'll be in June or July. But then the shirt's not available till the, the last weekend in August or something crazy like that. And you think, it's not even going to last a year. People want to wear it on holiday that summer. They want the new shirt. They want mm. people to, to see it around... Yeah, where you know wherever they are on holiday, and did you see the Arsenal? I think it was the last year because they're currently on Nike. Is that right? And they're on Puma. No, they're on Puma. The last year Nike had it. They had. Did you see the special edition shirt they brought out? Which was it was like a a, a, a patchwork quilt of all the shirts that they'd have. I think they just did a design of it. I don't know if they actually made one. It was. It wasn't for sale, but it was an image. I are think. you sure? Maybe, yeah, I'm pretty I'm not, sure I saw okay, one. Maybe. Um, but it had an element of every shirt they'd done. Every single home and away, or, yeah. yeah. And it looks horrendous, but once you like, you could just—it wasn't something you'd wear, but it was just something to something they'd wear. Yeah, something they'd wear. Their current wait, never mind. Their it looks away like a fag-stained pub window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my uh, there's a lot of green away kits this yeah. season. Premier League, there's like four really, or five. Yeah, re- it's like oh, this is the new colour. Don't, like well. don't like green kits. Don't like green kits. What's your favourite current non-Spurs Premier League kit? I. As a starter, I'll always I quite go like the way they've done the stripes on Stokes' kit because How? a lot of companies mess up stripes. Mm. Uh, it's New Balance, so it was Under Armour, but yeah. New Balance are the same people. Um, it's just I think they've done the stripes rather well. That's good. Um, who was it? Palace who ruined their stripes and went really thin. Who went really really thin? Do you remember they they should have been. I think it was a blue and red team, and they went. I think it was Palace or. Anyway, well, they're quite bold. There's it's only got like no, four. It? Southampton they went red with. Candy stripes, yeah, didn't yeah. They? Mm. That was awful. Oh yeah, so they changed it. Yeah. Um, let's talk away kits. Uh, blue and yellow is the name of our game until the nineties when we got a really ugly mauve, burgundy, and blue type. Things started to move on dramatically, didn't they? Actually, just to say, traditionally Spurs colours were always the opposite. So the home shirts would have been white, and the shorts and socks navy. So it would have been the complete reverse. But in '69, the Football League um, made a rule that clubs couldn't wear dark shirts as, it, as there was no alternative for the referees. So the referees were still wearing black. So it was becoming an issue. So Spurs switched their colours from navy to yellow, mm. which I always thought was, was classy. But then lots and lots of clubs used to have yellow as their, as their main away colours. That's but, interesting. Um, but yeah, we introduced sky oh. blue to the colour scheme in the 80s and, and had some pretty nice sky blue kits as well. Van, you're putting a face. No, I don't. I don't like the sky blue kits. I don't either. No, I just. I think sky blue is too close to baby blue, and I just don't. I think it's a bit. It's just a bit soft. So how do you feel? 
late late 80s early 90s we've got the the Holston kit with the bit on the shoulder which I really like and then you've got the, the ice effect or burnt yeah, shit because all the standbacks <laughs> yeah. seem to claim and then you've got an amazing one from Umbro with the word Spurs written in big letters across it yeah, I, I hate that, that one oh, I love I that I always one. hated that Didn't one we wear that the first day of the season <laughs> the Sheringham scored a winner at Newcastle there you go it's just an ugly ugly shirt um, I just saw it and I just it was very I'm, much I, of its time wasn't it very I, early 80, uh, very yeah, early 90s it's fantastic um, what's with the 97 kit with the beige ecru that was the new fashionable colour then wasn't it which Ever, one uh, Liverpool had an away oh, kit oh yeah it's blue and, blue and beige and beige it's awful <laughs> it was po- pony years for me were absolute lowest times um, for Spurs so looking at I mean the Richie Benno jacket colour yeah, the bone the white the cream <laughs> the off white <laughs> In yeah, two, all the beige love. <laughs> 2008, they introduced a black kit. But my favourite black Not kit... Not a fan of black kits. The 2011-12 one with the white and the the yellow stripe across the shoulder. It looks a tiny bit like mm. the Champions League one. I've got mm. an Asterokoto one of those. The 2012-2013, the Bale one, basically. The ba- yeah. yeah, the half grey. Half grey, half, half black. Yeah. That one, if you're... It just makes you look really fit because it's it's not straight down. It's at an angle. And mm. that, this was the time when I was probably at my most fit. Um, Is that why you had to sit down? What? <laughs> Every so often. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> um, when they were wearing it. I wasn't a fan of that. I, it's oh, also, it's the only away kit we've ever worn at Woolwich. <coughs> Every mm. other game in, in our history, we've worn home kits. So that's the only time we've ever switched. Uh, there's just so many memories of Bale in that. And then up to the modern day, I did like what Under Armour did last year with the references to Bill Nick. and uh, It's a bit gimmicky and a bit there to please the fans. But, um, I mean... The number of stripes in the black kit from last year, the yellow stripes, was how many? Um, 11 years. 11 years. 11 trophies. 11 trophies, it, 11 yeah. lines. I like, I like that sort of stuff. That was good. You know? I like the purples. I like the current third kit. I think all the kits this season are quite nice. Yeah. Oh, my brother in law like got the away kit. one, and, and it, actually, it actually looks... The blue one. I mean, I wouldn't wear it, but it looks, it looks like Cardiff mm. Blues. That's the that's thing. It, it looks better on than it does hanging up. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think that's, yeah. The, that's the thing. Like I, I was looking at it in, in the shop, and my mate was saying... Oh yeah, I really want to get the away kit. It's really nice. I'm like, really? I hadn't really seen it. <laughs> yeah. On, but yeah, it does work. And if you're not more on kits, there's some nice trivia about Spurs kits. The first one being, was it the the FA Cup final in '91 where some had sponsors or some didn't? What was no, it? That was that? '87. '87. Sorry. Where against Coventry, which half we lost. The kits had sponsors, half didn't, and it just depended on whether the players put on their long sleeve or short sleeve shirt, or they basically had two sets to choose from, and it didn't get noticed. I th- I still think Holston got more. Tension, yeah, on the, off the back of that, than uh, than if they hadn't, you know, hadn't yeah, been yeah. the mix up. But with that season, we turned up at Coventry with um, our away kit, which was sky blue. And of course, they wear sky blue and white stripes. Yeah, so we had to play in Coventry's yellow kit. Seems so, that's interesting. Yeah, not, you not are the a good finest. Follow- you are a good follow on Twitter for stuff for boring things. Boring, kit nerd. Boring. Hashtag kit nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I quite like with away kits. That I think they need to be a little bit aggressive. Oh yeah. They need, you need to be imposing. They need to be aggressive. Interman's uh, dragon. Do you remember that? They should have season? animals on them. We can have a massive cock. cockerel on ours. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the only one we had a really massive cockerel on was the white one in 93, 95, what I would call the Klinsman yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course it was in a sort of shadow effect and you couldn't really see it yeah, yeah. unless you had it, had it close up. But yeah, yeah they, we've so, had some really nice kits and... We've had our fair share of really, really dodgy ones, but I'm a I'm a fan of the the sash this year. I don't mm. like the fact that it looks like a tire tread. Yeah. Um, and if I was going to be really pedantic, I'd have it going the other diagonal. So right. I'd have the 
So the badge is in white. So the badge is in, yeah. in, in it, and the badge could be in white. Um, but that's purely on the point of I just think it looks taste. like we're in a beauty pageant. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's time Mrs. Art. Tottenham. Or a, it's, it, look, it looks like a belt, or you know, there's all the jokes coming from. We crash out the cha- Europa League, Champions League, Europa League. Um, cool. Any more? I think international kits should all be the the flag of the country. Well, England's would be different. I don't. I disagree with that totally. Why you can't like have your flag stripe. on your kit? I would buy it's the one Welsh of one rules. all day long. Yeah. Because um, there's some great flags out there as well. And I, what I would just Nepal do? They'd have a sash. Yeah. Yeah. Some countries don't have like different and shapes. And Switzerland would have to have a like a belly a little crop because they have square so ones, don't they? Instantly, we've just made. <laughs> It'd be like David Marion. Not David Marion, but it'd be David. David, David. Yeah. How much better have we just made the international break in like oh, two seconds? Better. It'd be so much better. Much better. Why yeah. can't you have your, your badge on the your flag on it's the It's a, a rule of FIFA. You can't have it as a predominant design oh, element right. on your and, shirt. And FIFA totally get everything That's right. I know. So, yeah. yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> what really bugs me with FIFA is the insistence, <laughs> oh, well, on kit-related things, is the insistence that countries have to wear one-colour kits. So England couldn't have navy shorts at the World Cup. <coughs> Some countries ignored it. Germany had to wear white shorts. That's, That's just wrong. Brazil did ignore it. But it was just a nonsense. Just I let like, countries wear their colours. I like that. That's very good. Uh, my favourite international kit, as you're asking, uh, I think it was 98, France 98, was it Mexico? And it had the, the Aztec yeah, yeah. design in, gr- in dark green on green. Love that. Probably had Campos in the background wearing some lurid Which he designed himself. He did. Fantastic work. The the Cameroon one, the sleeveless. Sleeveless, love that. They got banned. FIFA didn't like that. Then they went for the all-in-one. that The shorts were sewn into the... Love that. That got banned. Who who was playing when the player ran out? Was it Zaire? When he ran out and kicked the ball? That's fantastic. And it had a lion on it. That's knowledge. The indomitable lions, that was there. It had a lion on the kit. Mas- wasn't it a yellow lion on just a green? Green. And the away kit was the reverse. But it I- is the best yellow card yeah. ever. <laughs> but, so there was, there's a myth about that, that that's, they don't know the rules. And it's, it's that's not, not the case, he, is it? Apparently, there was, um, back home, they were threatened. They didn't achieve certain things, that, you know, that they would be punished. So apparently, the player wanted to highlight their plight, maybe. But yeah, he was... Uh, he lived an impoverished life for many years and then Skinner and Badil recreated it on Phoenix and the Flames and probably and he, he earned him. more from that appearance than he might have done in that World Cup. But. Bless him. Um, quickly, we, we literally have five minutes to talk about Liverpool. So the first thing I want to say is Genev um, did a section on Monday Night Football, which was very good. And he, was, he did some analysis on Pochettino and he said some great things about us. He, the, first, the two things I want to cover. One um, are, is the fact that you can he's got rid of all the deadwood and he has he's building a team he's building a passion and he's building a sensible system basically and that was his, and he thinks well, we've got a bright future it's really really worth a watch and the second thing he said is Liverpool are in danger of becoming what what Spurs were to the big teams just an annoyance a team who think they should be up there like people forget that Spurs have finished above Liverpool six out of the last seven times Liverpool are not a big club anymore they are by their fan base but they're not by the results on the pitch they'll smash us and then they'll go make some, have some stupid results they had one season where they had all the best players in the league flying and they were scoring more goals than anyone else Brendan Rodgers didn't know what he was doing he was an idiot which has now been recognised by everybody um, but we should be beating Liverpool is where I'm going with this because we have an appalling recent record against do. them don't we we do something like 16 goals to 2 in yeah. the, the last 5 games or something 
But it was Balotelli last year with with one oh, goal, he and then there was so Walker. Well, didn't he, in that he first always game. plays well against us, though, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's he's not in the country anymore, so that's good. No, no. There was a period we did well against Liverpool as well. There was like that four-one where like when they had Charlie Adams. Adebayor days. Yeah, yeah. Adebayor. Yeah, that they was have two sent off for that game. Few. There was a Skirtle. Lennon game where Lennon scored at White Hart Lane, wasn't it? And or was it away? Either way, Lennon scored and in, in in the last ten minutes for Saturday, we'll massively miss Eric Dyer though because he got his fifth yellow card. So he did. He did. suspended. But who, so who do you want to step in there with Ali? Mason. Mason. Yeah, I'm or sure Mason will be back fit. You know, it's not, not that we're not worried about no. who's available now. And, you know, I think uh, even though they've got Klopp come in, he's got a lot of work to do. He's got very little time to do it because the players are still coming back. The defence is their biggest issue. If we can attack them and then get at them, they don't know what their best f- formation is. They're not no. the best shape is. They've got some good individuals, but they're not working collectively. Our hope is that even though we've missed, you know, Brodge's last game and they might have that spike where a new manager comes in, will he really have had any time to work on them and to get them working to a pattern that he wants? I agree, I agree. I think he'll just come and go, just don't lose. Just don't lose. This is a way a team who finished above us last year, just do not lose. Um, And we're pretty good against those teams. Sunj might be back as well, which is great. Um... You are whoring yourself out to another podcast. Yes, I'm the Tottenham correspondent on a, a Liverpool. And what are you going to say to him? Or do you, we can wait actually. Cause this, this yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to ask me. Okay, so. um, what was I going to ask you, Van? Um, Spurs, yes. Liverpool. Oh right. If how many Liverpool players would you take at Spurs for a first eleven? Um, I would take two. I would take Benteke and I would take Coutinho, and I would just have Coutinho. take Sturridge as well. I would not take Sturridge and the reason is he's just injured all the time and I, I just want and to avoid and that dance I forgot sorry that oh, dance stupid. and his stupid face I hate his face he just never smiles just so arrogant but where would him. you play Coutinho in the Tottenham team I would have Ericsson out wide and then just have Coutinho playing through balls because Ericsson instead works, of Son uh, I would have Son Ericsson so no Lamella on the left no, I'm, I'm wondering who you're getting rid of Lamella okay and Chadley right. and Lamella's great don't get me yeah, wrong no, I just He's just Ericsson, I love him behind the strikers, but when he gets a bit more space, he's much, much better. And I don't, he's not a wide player, but those three just sort of rotating, I think, works well. I think I'd take Nathaniel Klein over Carl Walker. So, yeah, Nathaniel, uh, Carl Walker's come under a lot of stick recently. I'm a big fan of Carl Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets no protection, so he's, he's often That's highlighted. very true. Um, but the work he does do is fantastic. And if you, there was a who scored team of the week or team of the season so far or something like that. And he was the right back for the Premier League. And I, I, I'm a big fan. I think he gets... Unf- because those are the two most in focus positions because they, they do more work than anyone else, alleged, I think, on the pitch. So uh, just in, we're always talking about Danny Rose and we're always talking about Carl Walker. And I think he's got the hardest. Right. Um, there's a brilliant video of Carl Walker um, where he's talking about Air Max trainers. And it, it just is Carl Walker all over, just dead eyes, so straight through the camera. Um, just He's a bit dolly dimple. He's, he's fantastic. I, I'd, rec- I'd recommend it to everyone. Uh, anything else? I Well, you're going back to to having Mason in for Dyer. I don't think that's a good idea because I think Mason is not disciplined enough. I, to play if you ask position. him to play that role, I'm sure he will. That's a, if that's he's, if he's got Ben Taleb there alongside him, maybe he thinks he's there for a different role. But I guess then, to yeah. Dan's point, why not just play Ben Taleb? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think it's depending on how he's playing in training, I think you want him to have a, a good week of training. Like, kind of just to I think it's good that we've reached a point where, when I say much of a muchness, I don't mean that maliciously, but it is much of a muchness now, as in 
losing a player doesn't impact our squad so much because I actually think it's probably not as... I think at the minute Tottenham are better than the sum of their individual parts. Like I, I think we're a better team than we are individuals and I think I'm not... Any, uh, I'm not worried about Dyer coming out and Bentaleb or Mason coming in because I think they're all going to go in and, and yep. do a job. Whereas yep. at the start of the season when I was looking at our starting midfield and I was one of the first people complaining about selling Kapu and selling Stambouli when you've not got replacements, you would be like, oh my God, yeah, who's going to play? Yeah. Why is Dyer even in centre midfield? So, but it's a fair point. Why not just play the, the disciplined player anyway? Because Ali is... He's a great player, but he doesn't do that defensive side no. of the game. He get, he he he's up and down. Like Steven Gerrard used to be up and down, but Steven Gerrard didn't do defending. No, he just he was he the covered, first attacker yeah. to get the ball deep. And, and that's and a good way of putting it. it. Um, with Deli Ali starting tonight, mm. Um, mm, he will. <laughs> uh, Tottenham will have supplied more players to England than any other player. Oh, we've got another Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah, which is really exciting. Um, I don't think they're going to change it. It's Grealish played for, he, played for England. Yeah, he's he Chelsea. Will go, he will yeah. play for Chelsea. Uh, for, for Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> I mean, he may play for Chelsea, but he will play for England. Uh, quickly, because I need to go home. Uh, score? 2-1. To Tottenham? To Tottenham. 2-2. 2-2. 3-1. 3-1. I'm going to go for 3-0 Spurs. Um, I don't think... We'll talk about Harry Kane next week. Um <laughs> Do you have an Uber oh, quick game higher or lower? <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll start with, sorry. So, Super Pav yeah. had 78 appearances. Yeah. So, we got higher or lower Chimbonda? Lower. Premier League appearances only. L- oh, no, higher, because he played all over the park. Higher. 86. Higher, yeah. 68 was lower. Lower. Oh. So, we have Ronnie Rosenthal. Is he higher or lower than Chimbonda? Six, 68. Lower. 72. Higher, 88. Ooh. So, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Celeste. <laughs> So that's Ferdinand. Lower. I think he's, it'll be surprising. Do you have three seasons with us? With that? Three? That. Was it four? Yeah. Oh, right. Higher then. 118. Whoa. Going to the other end of the pitch, Helen Keller. Casey Keller. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got to be lower. Again. It's got to be lower. It's lower. 85. It? No. Oh, right. And lastly, Nick Barmby. Higher. <gasps> yeah, higher. Higher, but only a few. 87. Wow, there you go. Yeah. Pulled it around in the end. Um, <laughs> once again, thanks for listening. Anything else? Anything you want to promote? Any games? No. No. Um, back, service back resumed back to normal next week. Uh, we'll be talking about Tottenham. Liverpool, 12.45. Be there, I'll be square. I'll be there. Who'll You'll be there. Be there. Uh, I, this is one of the games I promised my wife I wouldn't go to for uh, money, money reasons, basically. Yeah. I just can't afford it's on TV. You won't miss it. That that is the. I I would much rather be. I'd much rather be there or not watch it. I, like I will watch it. But I get that. Like, actually, I can see that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no man who sticks to his convictions. I'm not going to watch it. But if I will you're saying watch it. you're not going <laughs> to no, go, no, then I mean. you don't want to commit to having to not be be out doing something so exactly. you can watch it. Exactly. It's it's not an apt replacement for me. The TV. Yeah. I don't go. I do go to watch Spurs, but I don't go purely for to watch Spurs. My fiance's started to, to realise that not to plan things. She's looking at the fixture list That's before so planning things. So I'm quite pleased with that. Mrs. ASD writes them down in a diary as soon as the fixture list comes out. It's amazing. Mm. I, Mrs. Sidiris couldn't care less. <laughs> she literally. Do not tell Mrs. Rockall until two days before because then I'll only get two days of earache. If I tell her a week in advance, I'll get it in the neck a week. Um, on that bombshell. <laughs> it's time to end the show. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, Dan, Andrew and Van, thank you very much for coming along. I've been ASD. And don't forget, whatever happens on Saturday, the future's bright, the future's lily white.
Come on, you spies. Songs for Pavlichenko from Bob. We're getting more now. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad, thank you very much. Bob, can Friday. you beat? Can you beat? Can you beat what we got? Hey, thanks, Bob. Cheers, I'll mate. Try. I'll try. We got so we got that one under there. Clint's just working some magic on it. What you got for us, Bob? Right, uh, you ready? Yes, we are. Roman came across Spartak Moscow, Moscow to play for Tottenham in attack. You know, you know, the Spurs man is kicking off because who the hell is Berbatov? Because Pavlochenko's Tottenham's number nine. <laughs> <laughs> <That's Woo>! <laughs> what you got? What you got? Another one? Yep, you ready? Yeah. Roman, Roman, Roman in white and blue. We're all crazy over the tricks you do. It doesn't really matter. The Arsenal, we're going to batter. <laughs> you look sweet with the ball at your feet. Pavlachenko in white and blue. Yay! Yay! Woo! Nice one. We like those. You like those, Clint? Look at him smiling. Well, it went so hard after all, wasn't it? <laughs> Bob, you're nice the man. One. Thanks, mate. Nice one. Bobby and Chingford there. Should we take another quick one? Go on, then. Another we go. What we got? Uh, hold on, we got uh, Keith, Keith in Kenilworth. A Man United fan. Hi, Keith. Hi, gents. I don't think I can beat those two. But, no, uh, no, but, you got, but we don't know. But can I just say, firstly, I admire you for trying to get Tottenham a, fa a, a, a song for their number nine. Can I just say, Ian, uh, that bloke that was having cyber sex, you know how either Mrs. caught him out, Go on. found all the, the megabytes on his neck? <laughs> <laughs> but my one for Roman oh, no. is, is to the tune of It's Magic. Go on, then. And it goes, Roman Pavlichenko, you know, he's going to score three in a row. Pavlichenko, you know, he's going to score three in a row. That's it. You haven't quite got the range there, have you? Thanks very much. You know what, Keith? No, I liked it. We need another vote of Keith. Do it again. It was so good, I need to hear that again. Can you do it again for us? <laughs> Come on, mate, let's have it again. All right. Roman Pavlichenko. Oh, no, you're taking it. Done you! We got the first one. You get the first one, Clint. Keith, you are it. the man. Top man. We'll play Roman it again Pavlichenko. later. Pavlichenko. Now oh. he's gonna score three in a row. <laughs> Lechenko, you could just take off the pavlet and put Lechenko, you know. Uh, to the tune of Knees Up Mother Brown. We can't spell his name. We can't spell his name. Pavlichenko, Pavlichenko, we can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best we've had. Uh, this is to the tune of the Flintstones. Roman Pavlichenko, he's the greatest guy in history. Uh, uh, From the town of Moscow, he will score a lot of goals for me. That's, that's good. I Imaginative. Like that one, yeah. We're doing it. But can you get Spurs fans? So sing that one again, eh? Because I, so I could do my, my ad lib. Because you have to have a load of Spurs fans who does this bit. Sing it, I'm eh? just going to sing it straight through. Here we go. To the tune of the Flintstones, here we go. Roman Pavlichenko, bah. he's the greatest guy in history. Bah. Bah. From the bah. town of Moscow, bah. he will score a lot of goals for me. We need more verses than that, though. No, I like that. Keep them coming. Like uh, FA Cup legends as well as Pavlichenko songs. As it's, where's the Pavlichenko songs? It's just taking the show over. We've got a Spurs fan as well in Watford. Oliver, what you got for us, fella? Uh, to the, to the uh, music, don't cry for me, Argentina. Right. He'll score for us, Pavlichenko. The Roman who's actually Russian. He'll lead the Tottenham to total glory. He is the Russian revolution. 
That's so bad. You know, Oliver, that's bad. Oh, no, it's clever. <laughs> <laughs> you're a ledge. I love it. Hey, you're a ledge, Oh, You know Thanks, what? Mate. what you got? I loved, uh, I think the ones that worked, Clint, have you got a few? I think the ones that worked for me was when it actually finished with Pavlichenko. Oh, yeah. But I think my favourite so far, apart from the girls, the girls has got great. to be my way. Oh, that was stunning. <laughs> the, way the way it, it ended. Finished it off as well. It's it led beautiful. to a chorus, didn't it? Fantastic. Oh, love it. Uh, Leah Spurs fan says, uh, I've been sitting in the car outside the house for 20 <laughs> minutes. The wife keeps looking out the window. <laughs> hey, watch out. That's not she, a cyber wife, is it? She, that's what I'm saying. You watch out. She could be on cyberspace, man. <laughs> uh, Tom says, I was clinically depressed until I listened to this. Uh, and just finally, uh, I've got to read all this one out. No name on it, sadly. But he says, uh, righty, Adrian, tonight you've united the whole of English football. Congratulations, lads. <laughs> Gigs allowed. <laughs> Love it. And that's what I tell you, we have Wolves fans, we have West Ham you know fans. What? That's what I'm saying, Everton. you can get along, you lot, just don't want it. You know, everybody coming in to try and make a song for Tottenham, for Tottenham's number nine. And we all came together as fans, that was beautiful. Oh, that's some brilliant A beautiful thing before. just happened, we don't even realise it. What are we going out on? Roman, Roman, Roman. Roman, Roman, Roman. Love it. Roman, Roman Pavlichenko, much better than Shevchenko. Roman Pavlichenko. <laughs> Roman came across Spartak Moscow. Moscow to play in attack, you know, you know, the Spurs man is kicking off, because who the hell is Berbatov, because Pavlochenko's Tottenham's number nine, <laughs> Roman, Roman, Roman in white and blue, we're all crazy over the tricks you do, it doesn't really matter. The Arsenal, we're going to batter. <laughs> you look sweet with a ball at your feet. Pavlichenko in white and blue. Roman Pavlichenko! Oh. You know! <laughs> he's gonna score three in a row! Pavlichenko! You know! He's gonna score three in a row! Super califragilistic Roman Pavlichenko. Tottenham Hotspur's number nine, he's better than Shachenko. Likes a bit of coffee when he drinks his bloody Kenko. Super califragilistic Roman Pavlichenko. Hey! <laughs> we are rock singing down at White Hart Lane. To the Russian, Russian name, Pavlichenko. 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 Oh, Roman, 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 Pavlichenko, Chenko, Chenko, say hurrah. Spurs number nine, because he scores us a lots of goals. Oh, Pavlichenko, he's doing fine. Oh. It's him, Here it is. that man again. He scored again, that Pavlichenko. It's with, he turns, he scores, he scores once more. Pavlyuchenko, to think before Harry Harry Kane, he couldn't hit a cow's backside with a banjo. <laughs> Good Lord, look at him now, Pavlyuchenko.
has his top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the team requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Ramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute, Gary Mabbitt in Chilin, Sergey Redruff for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Linica playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliyachenko, number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris, clean sheet Stephen Dalmatti I'm playing out White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won In 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley We lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's crop me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol Pumbling the same Clattenburg Doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head We don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler Sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel at Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco These linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The Steger was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare S for Two dare is to do. Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. Lily White from White Hart Lane, 
Mark has a UK soda, Bentley's free cakeover. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page three go. That's free kicker. Gomez made super saves, he can shake my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Bullfrogs never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot, AVB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shippers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White and White are made If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I get to white hot lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for